What's going on, everybody? DeVore and Banks of America. This is the Not For The Bay podcast. We are live on Facebook and on YouTube. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and all other major streaming platforms. Also, be sure to follow us on our Twitter, Instagram, and on our Facebook pages. Second round of the playoffs, the divisional round, is the topic of discussion. Uh, last week, we had some very, very exciting games. Um I can't wait. I can't wait to discuss this week's work games because it's going to be even more exciting. Uh, last week, they had the first round buys between the excuse me, the Green Bay Packers and the Tennessee Titans. I'm ex- excited uh, to see the return of Derrick Henry for the Tennessee Titans. Also, see how the Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers end up faring up against uh, the San Francisco 49ers uh, this week, too, as well. But um other than that, man, like really, personally, I'm 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 counting down the days. I'm counting out sport non-sports really. I'm counting down the days because of the fact that we are finally going to get season four of the Ozarks. For those of y'all that are not familiar with the Ozarks, that is a Netflix original TV uh, TV series that is is phenomenal. If you never heard of it, I highly recommend that you check that show out. But Wait, what? What show was that? What, what show you just said? Uh, the Ozarks. You ain't never watched the Ozarks before. The Oz. You mean Ozark? Yeah, the Ozark. The, the one on Netflix. Yes, that show. Okay, yeah, Ozark. Yeah, oh yeah, that that shows that show's serious. Yeah. Okay, so season four drops. I want to say tomorrow. Not only that, Ozark, uh, Snowfall, and the Power spinoff with Tommy is coming out. All in February, it's gonna be it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good February. The Super Bowl right. and everything ain't going nowhere. Staying in the house, <laughs> right? So so Ozarks comes out on January twenty first. Um, what, what do they call the Tommy spinoff? Uh, Force. I think it's called Force. Power Force. Yeah, it's, it's technically it's called Power Book Four. Force, I don't know, but it's, I'm just waiting for that because you know I like Tommy. I think, I think Tommy was the, the best character on Power in my the, the original Power, in my opinion. What so up? That, what up, so people? That goes. Up, that comes out. That comes out February sixth, and I'm going to have to give you a little bit of pushback on that one because I think Ghost is is the probably the best character in Power. I, I mean, power? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think it's I, I think it's like one A, one B because when Tommy Tommy first he was just ghost lacking, and Tommy became a monster, became his own man. So yeah. Well, a lot of a lot of gangsters don't really think outside the box like Ghost, and I, I just like the way as he as That's he true. evolved. You know, what I'm saying as he evolved throughout the series of Power, like he was actually seeing his life outside of dealing drugs and being a criminal. He actually wanted to go legitimate with the clubs. 
pushing it to making it a franchise and then moving right but he couldn't be trusted towards the end though that's that's the thing he did a lot of shady shit and i think tommy for the most part stayed solid throughout the series that's i just i just i I like tommy more that's just you you think ghost was shady bro you think ghost was shady bro only knew one life though bro 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 the man called the cops on his baby mama what you mean Cause she was, I, I, I can't remember verbatim what exactly happened, but they was actually going back and forth about some stuff. Um, but I felt like Tasha, she, she was like, she was literally trying to hold goes back as far as him trying to be something bigger than what he was. True, but the thing about Tasha and Tommy, they were true to what they were. They, they, they were happy with themselves. Ghost wanted more. And that that ended up killing them. Like that ended up hurting them. I mean, I, I, it's good that you want to change and do something different, but you don't have to be shady and phony to do that. And I think he did a lot of shady things towards the end. I mean, getting Tommy to kill his own dad, you know, getting rid of Holly. He did a lot of stuff that was he like was a rat, though. But he had to he had to do what he had to do. He had to do what he had to do. Like, and about the wife, bro, Tasha. I mean, it's not like we're talking about power here. So I'm, I'm sorry, I was. What making me something to drink, and I'm really parched today. I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, Tasha was just excuse my language, but she was a hoe. She was toxic like, too. She right, she was super toxic. She was not so Tasha is the example, and I don't I don't probably catch a lot of heat for this, but I don't give a damn. She's the <laughs> example of what happens when a woman does not support her man. All 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 ghost wanted to do was Change his life. He wanted to get out the drug game. Mm-hmm. What kind of woman tells her man you're 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 just good for being a dope boy? The biggest drug like, dealer what, in the goddamn kind of city. Like, that? That's like, it. That makes no sense. That's all she wanted him to be. That's all she wanted him to be, and that's what pushed him away towards from Angela. Tasha towards because Angela. Angela yeah. Right. Angela saw more than that. Angela saw the real him. It's right, one of those yeah. situations. The, the, the Tasha and Ghost situation is one of those situations that happen where you're fucking around with somebody, excuse my language, but you mess around with somebody and you're dealing with each other and unfortunately, well not unfortunately just things happen for a reason <clears throat> him and Angela stopped talking for it to each other because obviously their lives were on two different paths, so unfortunately it ended up being where he had to meet somebody in the midst of that but his heart was always with Angela and is always going to be with Angela Whereas his heart was never with Tasha, she was just a convenience. So, but the fact that she was not supportive of his dreams, you know, the whole social media meme that's going around on social media that these women are sharing on social media saying, um, can, can, can you fall out of love with your man due to the lack of attention? Well, the reverse side of that is a man can fall out of love with a woman due to the lack of support. Yep. If you don't support your man and you don't believe that I can accomplish what I'm telling you or dream, whatever it is, then I'm not going to believe in you. So mm-hmm. that's what happened with that relationship. I agree with that. I agree. With that. Now, I, 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 I'm sorry, G. Me and Banks don't agree on a lot of things, but I'm with him on this one. That's why I was one of the biggest Ghost fans towards the end of the series, especially I- how he was with Tariq. He was trying to do his what's best for Tariq, everything for him. Oh, and Tariq it, is an asshole, man. I, I don't like his character. But, I still but, don't like but his that, character. but that came down to Tasha enabling him, making it okay for him to do certain things, and then turned around and was doing things behind Ghost's back with Tariq. And now you don't. 
I'm sorry, yeah. Devor. I'm so sorry, bro. I hate to cut you off. I'm so sorry. But you don't see the similarities in that either. You know how how black women are more supportive of their sons than they are their men. Oh, don't get me started. Don't get yeah, me started. True. Don't get me started. We got some black women out there that treat their sons better than they treat their men. And not that you're not, and, and not that you're not supposed to treat your son well, but you got to also treat your man like he's supposed to be treated. So I don't, I agree with it. that. I, I see that a lot in a lot of black mm-hmm, women. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I keep my mouth closed because I might start something. <laughs> so, so Banks, you ain't tell us who your favorite character was in the original Power. I mean, I might, have, I'm gonna have to go with you on that one. I'm about to go with Tommy, man. Not Tommy, but a ghost. Ghost is the I'm man. Like- Come on, bro. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's one, one A and one B in my opinion. I, I, for me, I love Tommy's growth because when, when, when the show first started, he was just basically growth. Lack, lacking. He, yes, he had growth. I, didn't, I season, don't think he had growth. By, by, you got to go back and watch it. By, listen, listen. By season three, Tommy became his own man and became a monster. He didn't need ghosts anymore. He was already established. He was he still begging for ghosts' help. He was no, trying to prevent him no, from leaving no. the game. No, no, that's not true. That's not true. Not in season three. Season one and two, yes, but season three, he didn't give a fuck about ghosts. And season three and on, Tommy became his old man. So because of that, I like his growth. And he he's the most honest person on that show. Everybody be lying. Tommy keep it real. Doesn't matter. That's why I like him so much because he kept it real no matter what. I'm sorry, G. He ain't grow throughout the whole series. He was relying. Yes, he, he was did. so dependent. <laughs> he was so yes, dependent on Ghost throughout the whole series. He was no, like, no, no, we're no. not leaving the game. You're not leaving yes, the game. Season one and me. two. Go he did get the whole it. series. Even no, their didn't. last meeting. No, even their last meeting before Ghost died, he was like, Tommy, you got to let me go. You got to let me go. Does that sound like somebody that grew to you? Tommy wanted to kill him, not not keep him in the game. No, Tommy he wanted, wanted to, to keep him. him in the game. That's no, he wanted friend. to kill him. He kill his best friend. He that's he wanted to hurt him because Ghost did so much things to Tommy, and now it's you know he, he had to do what he had to do. But Tommy, in my opinion, Tommy was the most realist person. Ghost on had the show. a lot he, of love. He, for Tommy. he, he, he had did. a lot of genuine love for Tommy. It's one of those situations where sometimes you don't do your best, the best job expressing your love towards somebody. And unfortunately, in the process of that, you hurt them. It's not nothing done intentionally. Like, I don't think any of Ghost's actions towards Tommy was intentional. It was strictly out of the confines of, I want to look out for my brother and make sure that not only I got to look out for myself, but I got to keep look out for this maniac because he's crazy. So, and you know, and you know what? At the end, Tommy, I mean, Ghost did come through. I mean, he got his car fixed and everything. Yeah, he looked out for him. Yeah, he looked out for him. Yeah. Because you know, Tommy, there, there's no Ghost without Tommy. Ghost doesn't have none of that shit he has. Without Tommy. Right. You know, so. That's facts. That's facts. Now, I know we kind of like went to a whole different universe as far as the beginning of this pod is concerned. <laughs> but I did want to I did want to go ahead and dabble into the, 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 the Facebook post you had earlier, Banks, about five hours ago about the I Am Athlete podcast about Shady uh, LaShawn McCoy. Oh, yeah. Coming out that and saying nice. he was he was better than Frank Gore, Ezra and James. Uh, Clinton Portis, and who was the other back? Um, yeah, but it's all all those guys didn't come out in, in the same draft, right? Like they weren't like they're were in a different times, weren't they? Like I, I don't. Yeah, like, they were all the different. They were all different. Who was the running backs around the time when Lashawn McCoy was out? I can't remember. I guess Adrian Peterson. 
So you got right Adrian Peterson, Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson, right, yeah. Um, I think Steven Jackson, I think. Steven mm-hmm. Jackson was in the league for, for a little while. Ronnie Brown? He, yeah, no. Ronnie Brown. Ronnie Brown been was in there since 2000, 2005. Deshaun okay. didn't come until probably like 2009, 2000, right, right. 2009, 2010. So, uh, but he was just like, just he was just giving his opinion, which I, I respect 1000%. I'm going to paraphrase this as much as I possibly can, is right. due to the due to the supporting cast and the system that some of these other guys had to play play in inflated their numbers where in his particular situation he felt like he didn't have the supporting cast and i'm gonna be 100 which was kind of capped though which yeah it was because and i'm I'm, I'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you i i I, i'm agree i'm agree with banks about this as far as that being capped because you had a deshaun jackson you had a jeremy macklin and Mm -hmm. you had an offensive line did offensive line line, yep so I can't, I can't, I can't give, I can't give LaShawn McCoy and back. Andy Reid. And, 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 and Brent Selleck back then, yeah, Andy Reid. It was yeah. Brent Selleck back then. It wasn't uh, right, Zach Ertz. Right, right, right. But, uh, yeah, I can't, I, I can't I give LaShawn McCoy for that time. My bad. No, 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 no. Zach Ertz was way after. Nevertheless, though, he had a good squad, right? That was he, a good He team. did have a good squad. And the defense was pretty decent as well. Defense, defense was not that good. But uh, <laughs> it was decent. It, was it decent. wasn't good. It was not good. This We talk about. That, that was the wide nine era, right? Yeah. No, this was yeah. this was the dream team era. This is what we talking about. Namdi Asamoah. This is this this, this, oh, this no, is around that yeah, time. No, yes. No, no, this this yeah. this the Namdi Asamoah, Dominique Rogers, Kamardi. Was it Namdi and uh, Sante Samuel? No, Nam- right. Namdi was the, was a weak link in the secondary back then. He was a weak link, but yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna go know, ahead and give Shady. I'm gonna give Shady the nod over Clinton Portis. But Edrin James no. and Frank Gore, I that's can't cap. give it to him. I can't give nah, it to him. That's, that's sorry. Big cap, no, no, he's not. No, no, I did not. Mm. But he definitely, in my opinion, better than Clinton Portis and Willis McGahee, in my opinion. I, I would agree with that. Okay, oh, that was Will, okay. it was Willis McGahee. That was the other running back. That's right. So, what's up, Q? What's going on, man? My mic sounds right, real low. I don't know why I'm on my iPad, not my computer. So. I can hear you. We can hear you. Yeah, I was having the same problem too. I had to put in my headphones. So, so, so we all in agreement that it's just. No, no, we're not. We we're not because. Well, we're not. Because yeah, you definitely know. Quinte is pro Miami. So. (laughs) Well, no, no. I mean, you know, in the back in in the chats, Q explained his position. But go ahead and say what you got to say about that situation. We're talking about LaShawn McCoy being better than the, the guys from UM. Q? I don't think you heard. I think, yeah, I think Quinte having some technical difficulties over there. Okay. Um so I guess I guess I guess in the meantime, uh Banks, what was the other thing that you that you uh, saw on the podcast that you oh yeah, that's something about Antonio Brown. Would you like to uh give us a backstory on that? I mean, to be honest, man, everything that LaShawn McCoy said about Antonio Brown, in my opinion, is 100% fact. I still think that, uh, like LaShawn McCoy said, Antonio Brown feels like he's still the man, and he can a team can run through him. And that's just uh, – what's up, Sunset? 
that's just cap, bro. That's, uh, that's just not what it is no more. Um, I, 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 I do, like I said it from the beginning, I felt like a lot of that uh, issue that happened was all due to the fact that Antonio Brown felt he wanted the ball. And he has to understand that he, he put himself in that predicament. Nobody else. All the antics that he did during the season, um, so even with the injury, which you can't control, I mean, injuries happen. You can't control that. Um, right. But also due to the fact of excuse me, the COVID, with the fake COVID card, like, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> and then even then, people were saying that wasn't his fault. Like, well, that's not his fault. That's That fake COVID card is not his fault and yada, yada, yada. You know what I mean? Come on, bro. Like, you should you should know better than that. So, um, but I, I do agree with him. I, I do. I never said that. Uh, um, Bruce Arians was right about his actions. I, I never said that. And, I, and I, I was going back and forth with a lot of people on social media on it because I guess people felt like I was on the side of, as they would say, the white man, as they were using those uh, figure of speech, which it wasn't a situation of me being on the side of white man. White man, it was all due to the fact of me being on the side of what I thought was right. And like I said, my opinion a lot of time isn't always the most favorable opinion, but I try to be as honest about a situation as I possibly can on every scenario. In my opinion, Antonio Brown was dead wrong for his actions. His actions is what he's wrong for. Not how he feels. That, right. Right. How, yeah, how he feels is, you know, okay. That's valid. If he feels he's been disrespected as a man, I mean, we're all men here, right? We're adults. If you feel that I said something I disrespected you, then I would hope, you know, that we're all good enough. You would say, hey, you know what, D, you know, you could have took it a little easy here, or I don't appreciate what you said. If we're men. We're adults at the end of the day. Uh, so we have to all respect each other as such. And that's and that trickles over to business as well. You have to, you know, you, that that's what the situation is. So if Bruce Arians did talk to him with a tone that was aggressive that he didn't appreciate, he could have easily said, you know what, I'm not going to the game today. He could have just left it at that. He didn't have to do all the extra stuff. That's what people don't understand. It's the extra antics that upset people like myself. That's what had me mad. It's actions, and he just feels like he can continue to do these things, and there's no consequence, So. I, I just want to say something. I, I just want to say before anyone else goes, as a black man, a black celebrity or a black man with money, you have to be almost near perfect because if you do anything to go against the norm, they will destroy your name and destroy your career, blackball you from whatever profession that you're in. So if you don't like something, you don't handle that by throwing your jersey and your helmet. Like, that's just childish. Like, I didn't like that Gee, real all. quick. Gee, real childish, quick. I'm happy that you said that. I just want to add something to what your point was. Can you just imagine if LeBron James responded to everything that he heard about himself? Oh the most criticized athlete in the world, easily. Yeah. Can you just easily. imagine if LeBron went on a rant like that and just went? You could just imagine. And sometimes he has every right to, but he still doesn't. Have, he doesn't handle himself that way because you got to be professional. You have to be cool. Right. You understand? It's the bottom calm. Yeah. I hear you. I most definitely hear you. But it, it was also interesting the way. Um, LaShawn McCoy was stating in the pod uh, about Byron Leftwich, the offense, the current offensive coordinator for the Buccaneers, would uh, go in the meeting and be like, does anybody have any incentives they would like to uh, to fulfill? And it, it, it he elaborated on the fact that Antonio Brown kind of felt like betrayed that he wasn't going to be able to hit his incentives the way they was they was uh, treating him to, in that in that New York Jets game. So it does give it does give you a little bit shade a little bit of light as far as understanding why Antonio Brown did what he did, but at the same time, a lot of us would have handled it a whole lot differently. Again, 
definitely would have handled it differently, bro. Like, come on, man. Like, you just know better not to do certain things. And you just went against the grain on that, bro. Like, you don't do that, bro. Like, yeah. I would be upset if any of you guys did that. Like, I know that <clears throat> I know that we all came together. Well, DeVore and I started it together with the whole Not For Debate podcast. And uh, what's up, Kevin Stefanski? Thank you very much. Uh, how you doing? <laughs> uh, but... I know that we came together, DeVore and I came together, and we, you know, we, we formulated this pod in which we have extended our services to, you know, you guys as well as other people in the past who were on the show and are no longer with us and stuff like that. But, you know, we don't hold any grudges towards anybody who doesn't appear on the show anymore or even if they don't, like, don't show up on the show anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a right. certain level of professionalism that you have to carry. Like, even that situation that you kind of got into with that old, that, that other YouTube guy who shall remain nameless. You know, it, it was about respect. If somebody owes you something, you give me what you owe. You shouldn't have to, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, I shouldn't yeah. have to get gangster with you to get what I'm entitled to, or whatever the case may be. It, it shouldn't have to come to that, bro. Everybody has to let, remain a certain level of professionalism to them. Now, I do stand on respect, though. I'm big on respect because I show the hell out when it's time. For, when I feel disrespected, I show the hell out because I'm big on respect. If you're going to disrespect me, I'm going to disrespect the hell out of you. That's just what it is. But I go about it in the right way. I'm not going to affect my business. I'm not going to I'm not going to do anything that's going to be detrimental to the pod. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like, right, I'm not right. going to do that. I'm not going to handle shit off the scenes, like behind the scenes. You know what I mean? I'm a grown man. I don't have, I can say what I feel like I want to say, but respectfully. You know what I'm trying to say? Right, yeah. So, that's that's all Antonio Brown could have did, bro. But just handle yourself in a professional manner, bro. I, I, on the cameras, not off the cameras. <laughs> Shit, you want to scream at somebody? You want to yes? Do what you, you, you got to do. do. Yeah, yeah, you do what you got to do. You know what I mean? You, you know, the cameras yeah. always watching, bro. Yeah, I agree with you one thousand percent. Um, I also wanted to touch on a topic that. That was kind of that was that was that was actually not for the base podcast, not for debate podcast wall, and it was the conversation. Thanks, you. I think you you covered this one. It was the conversation about T.J. Watt possibly being in the NFL MVP uh, conversation. So, so not which I forgot the guy NFL who... MVP. It was a uh, it was Chris Moran, a friend from high school. Shout, Shout out to Chris, Chris Moran. Yeah. Yeah, Chris, I, I don't know who that is. I don't know who that guy His is. His restaurant got so good pizza, so shout out to the shout out to Gentleman Jim's. All right, shout man. Shout out to Gentleman Jim's out in where? What's that? In PA? This is this is uh I want to say Flower Hill Maryland. Excuse me, Flower Hill Maryland. Oh, okay. So shout out to what was the name again? Gentleman Jim's. Gentleman Jim's in Maryland. Yes, uh, good Maryland. pizza from what I'm hearing for divorce said. Maybe and pizza's fire, bro. I travel 20, 20 minutes to get the pizza, man. It's fine. Oh, I don't trust your judgment, man, because you still eat wing style. Like, <laughs> what you mean I still eat wing style? <laughs> Why you still eat wing style? That's pretty nasty, man. Bro, on, it's man. a black-owned <laughs> business. It's a black-owned <laughs> business. I don't, I don't care. This is nasty, What you mean? Man, it's, it's you don't nasty. care. Bro, yo, I don't know what kind of wing stop you got, but that's wing stop is fire, bro. No, it's not, man. Wing stop is Listen, trash, man. Come this on, guy man. was still eating wing stop wings even after there was announced a national wing shortage. The boy's like, I'm going to get me some wing stop. And I'm like, where the hell are you getting wings from? <laughs> they ain't going to stop you. They catch it. He had like wing stop a week straight one. He was just ordering wing stop, wing stop, wing stop, wing stop. I was like, no, you going to get tired of eating chicken? I had but, a uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah, the gift card. It was a, oh, damn, okay, bro. okay. That's an American Express black card, then, boy. You pre- premium membership. But uh, shout out to, again, shout out to Chris Moran, man. We appreciate your support, man. But yeah, he did pose a really good question about TJ Watt being an NFL MVP. 
to answer the story, to answer the question shortly, bro, that ain't happening. Ain't, ain't no defensive player happening. winning no MVP. Yeah, that, that ain't happening. It, it, it should it should happen someday. It should happen again. The only player to ever do it was was Lawrence Taylor, but it's not gonna happen. I don't. I don't well, think he never won. He never won MVP. No, I think he did. Let me see. Let me nah. make sure. Yeah, no, yeah. You don't this, think. So? You, you're, you're our stat guy, so you just look at that and just double check for us. But I don't okay. think Lawrence Taylor ever won an NFL MVP. Um, and if anybody, if anybody did, any defender did deserve to win NFL MVP, y'all already know. He did. He it did. did. Um, NFL 1986. MVP? NFL most viable. Yeah, most viable player. 1986. Oh, I'm he did. sorry, bro. He's the only know, defensive never... player to ever win one. Yeah. I never knew that. I swear to God, I never knew that. I know a lot about football. Damn. That's what's up, LT. He's the, only, he's the only player. So how come yeah. Aaron Donald has never won one? That's crazy. I mean, come on. It's JJ, uh, JJ Watt was close to winning one, wasn't he? I, had no I think he was, yeah. Taylor won an NFL MVP. That's crazy. He's not the year he broke the sack record. Defensive player of the year twice, three times, huh? Is that the year he broke the sack record? That probably was the year he broke the sack record. I think that yeah. was also the yeah, year they actually made the sack an actual statistic. Well, then also you got to think about it like this too. Look at the era we were playing in too, though. Like that was the glory era of defense. So you people love defensive running smash mouth football and bloody hit. Right. Hmm. That's interesting. Now that I think back about it, for him to have 22 and a half sacks. Well, excuse me, that's TJ Watt. Now, how many sacks has uh, Lawrence Taylor ever had in the season? I'm looking that up. Uh, give me one second. But yeah, I, I'm surprised he's the only NFL defensive player to ever win MVP. Like you had Deion Sanders, you had you had uh, Charles Woodson was pretty good on defense. You had Ray Lewis, all these great defensive players, and he's the only guy to win the MVP. I'm sorry on defense. Bro. Um, there's only there's only like a handful of players that can make a defensive impact like that on the field, and that's Lawrence Taylor. T, uh, J. Oh, J. Ray Lewis Watt. Wasn't no, no. Okay. J.J. Norris Taylor, J.J. Watt, and Aaron Donald. Those are the only three players on the top of my head that can make an impact the, like that on the field. In NFL history? No, there's no other defensive player that come to mind? No? No, because the the football has to go, right through, away, in go 80- through the defensive front. Right, right, right. So if they're disrupting, the way, defensive front is disrupting, we got an issue, a big problem. And that's why I give, unfortunately, he has a, he's a Ram. I have to give Aaron Donald so much credit because he he deserved, he definitely deserves the MVP in that game versus the Arizona Cardinals because he set the tone. Like he's, he's, he's bringing pressure up the middle. If you provide a pressure up the middle, the quarterback is done. True. So that, 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 but, that, that by the way, in 86 and they, Go ahead, man. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. What, what was you going to say about 86? No, in 86, that's when he won MVP and he won Defensive Player of the Year. He got 20, 20 and a half sacks. 20 and a half sacks? So Michael Strahan yeah. has the record with 22 and a half, and TJ Watt just mm-hmm. tied it with two, 22 and a half. So, look, I'm I'm, I'm all for Defensive Players getting 20 MVP. sacks. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, it is. It, it's crazy. But the thing is, though, the reason why I can't give T.J. Watt the nod for that is because we hit, we played an extra game. So you wouldn't have got the 22 and a half with a 16-game schedule. Um, you don't think so made it, no? I, I got I to take points off of that. Like it was, It's kind of like the same thing Jerry Rice said. Mm-hmm. 
Jerry Rice, Jerry Rice felt about somebody that broke his record, uh, the yards record. Who broke his? Who broke the yards record? Um, was it Antonio Brown? Is it either Antonio Brown? Is either Antonio Brown or Julio Jones? One of the two. No, Calvin. It was Calvin. Calvin broke the oh, yards. Right. Record. Calvin Johnson. Right. Yeah, he broke the yards record. And in Jerry's defense, they played fourteen games and not a sixteen-game season. And also, when you think about it, back then in the nineties, it wasn't a passing league as what it is right now. Like you was you was looking at quarterbacks throwing for what twenty-five, three thousand yards a season. Now, nowadays, you're seeing quarterbacks throw for four, five thousand yards, and that's and right. that and that's about to be the norm. Like you, that's that's like that's like tab that's like taboo. Like when Drew Brees did that on a consistent basis, everybody was like, "Wow, wow, yeah, wow." He was, now he was guys the first one to start closer that. and yeah. closer to that number every single year, and it's just it's the mm-hmm. NFL is just becoming a a passing league. And I do kind of want to blame the NFL because of the fact that we, the lack of defense. But that's definitely a conversation for a different day. But Banks, yeah, my dear, man, I'm sorry, man. I, I, I wanted I wanted to get your take on the Dallas Cowboys final play of the game Sunday uh, Sunday evening. Just hello, you haven't touched. Yeah, hear me? Oh, yeah, we can yeah, hear you. Can you hear us? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. I can. Uh, yeah, my phone's been anyway. Yeah, about the Dak scramble. And, and and sunsets in and sunsets in the chat right now, so I definitely got to hear this because I'm gonna give you the pushback. We can hear you. The sus- suspense is killing me. <laughs> can you hear me? We can hear you now. Yeah, we can hear you. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. Can y'all hear me good? You sound a little uh, robotic. All right, give me a second. Let me refresh. Okay. What was the what was the robot's name from Blank Man G Money? I don't know. What the fuck is Blank Man? I never watched that. You never seen Blank Man? Nah. That's what uh Damon Wayans. Oh, the superhero? Yeah, Blank Man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Um, I just forgot the robot's what name. Was, what was the what was the robot's name? I forgot his name, but he uh, Banks sound like him, yeah. It was like it I don't was it. T thirty something I can't remember, but I like all I like it here in my head when makes me say that was no disassemble, no disassemble. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, while we wait for Banks to come back, though, um, I did want to go over that play again because I felt like when what we what we talked about it on Monday about the play call. Mm-hmm. It it could have been the right play call, but Dak should have slid. I want to say to stop the clock. No, he should have slid maybe five, maybe ten yards sooner for them to have more Mm -hmm. time for them to spike the ball. Right. Yeah. And and so said conferred is J five J five. (laughs) <laughs> thanks sunset appreciate that yeah his name was j5 so uh well we, when we go back to the scramble yeah so five, 10 maybe five yards if you would have slid and you would have slid if you would have slid and spiked the ball right after that i think you would have enough time to 
proceed and do another play towards the end zone. That's 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 the, that's my honest opinion. When I sit down and I rewatched it, I felt like if he would have slid five to ten yards earlier, he would he would they would have been able to get this put themselves in a situation where they could have taken a shot towards the end zone after that play. Now, one thing that, that is so explaining too for them. Yeah, it was because all they like the like Sunset said, the two plays before that, they they were perfect plays because they had to go, I believe it was um 80, 85 yards down the field just to get into that position. And the two prior plays, they had some big chunk plays. They did everything right on those plays. They end up getting out of bounds and they was and they was making progression. Now, like I said, the biggest controversy right now, as far as the Dallas Cowboys are concerned, is the fact they have the nerve to feel like they the, the refs are the reason why they lost the game. And mm. I'm sorry, I disagree with that. One thousand percent, because there had there were multiple opportunities for the Dallas Cowboys to win this game, and they just did not do it. For example, I believe it was a it was a third down run for the for the 49ers, and it was Randy Gregory who got called for holding. Now on this holding play, on this holding play, he literally grabbed. Didn't even need to grab the dude because he was already out, out of the play. So he didn't even really need to do anything. He was already out of the play and he decided to basically bear hug the guy to the ground. So that was unnecessary. But yes, for the for the reason, for the the reason uh, I feel the Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott in particular, he is not ready for the big stage. And I keep telling folks this, but they do not believe me. Folks like uh, folks like Banks that believe in Dak Prescott, but when the, when the lights are bright, he shrinks. Mm. My only regret I have right now is Banks is not here right now. Yeah, <laughs> it, it would have been great to hear his response. But also, and not it's not just Dak with the Cowboys; it's the offensive play calling. Again, when you have two fairly decent running backs, why are you not giving them the ball? Again, they only ran the ball. I believe uh, Zeke was 12 and then Pollard, Bollard, sorry, uh, was four. They only ran the ball 16 times between the two of them. That's not going to, that type of, that's not going to get it done. You can't have that throwing the ball 40, 50 times. No. Run the ball 15 to 30 times, split it between the two running backs, keep the ball out of Dak's hand, let him throw the ball 30 times a game, 30 to 35 times a game, and he'll be good. But when you got Dak throwing the ball 40 to 50 times a game, 35 to 50 times a game, that's usually a loss for the Cowboys. So, yeah. Right. Well, here, here's what my well, – here's what I think the thought, press, thought process was as far as the Dallas Cowboys in the game plan. Make him a hero. No. It was no. it was more like, all right, we're looking at this, this San Francisco 49ers front four. We're definitely going to have some issues running the football. I, we don't like <clears> the matchup up front. We're going to take our chances – with Amari Cooper, Cedric Wilson, and CeeDee Lamb and try to beat these corners over the top somewhere. That's can what I me? think the thought process was. Yes, we yeah, can hear you. Yeah, can hear you. All right, perfect. Yeah, yeah my bad. Uh, yeah, yeah. My, 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 my girl called, man. You know how it is. Yeah. So that's, that's what I think the thought process was. We They felt like they had a mismatch in the San Francisco 49ers secondary. And as you saw, they couldn't, they couldn't, they couldn't dominate on, dominate anywhere any position on the field i believe 
going into the second quarter, they only had what seven yards of total offense. So my issue, because that's just unacceptable for a quarterback to have less than seven yards. This is where I'm going to pass this over to Banks. Is that what you want out of a two hundred million dollar quarterback? Hell no. Was that a question or a statement? Yeah, it was. A, it was a question. It was a question. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, what the, uh, what the hell are you talking about? Is that a question? <laughs> uh, so, so, what are you asking me, man? Like, what, what, what are you asking me? What are you, what are you asking me right now? Because I'm. What, what, what do you, why don't, you want why don't to you say? start from the beginning? Why don't you start from the beginning, Devore, with the whole with Zeke? I'm not Zeke, but Dak. No, 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 no. Because I want Devore to be direct with what he's saying. Because I already know what he's saying, but I want him to say what he's saying. What, what what are you what are you asking me? What I'm asking you is part one of the question for you to go into the second quarter and have seven yards of total offense. Is that acceptable for a two hundred million dollar quarterback? No, that's never acceptable. That's not, that's not acceptable for any quarterback. You can okay. make fifty thousand dollars a year. Okay, that's not well, for anybody. well, the pressure is definitely on because of the fact that you make it two hundred million dollars and you put on a peewee football performance in the first half <laughs> oh oh okay so 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 what you're saying is so what you're saying is because Dak only has seven yards passing in the first half that's his wait a minute fault. you're giving him too much credit i don't even think he has seven yards of passing in the first half no 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 i, I get what you're saying because i'm going somewhere i'm just asking you because i'm going to go somewhere with this before we get into our picks you're saying that you're pretty much saying Dak is responsible for them losing, then, right? Is that what you're saying? Mm. I give him about about eight percent. I would, I okay. would say, I would say fifty-fifty. But go ahead. Just do do me a favor. Do me a favor. Can anybody tell me how many rushing yards did Ezekiel Elliott have at halftime? Hey, listen, that's that's my my that's my other point. They didn't, no, they no, didn't just, run the just, ball. That's just that's just a question. That's just so, a question. Okay, I can't. He probably had what? What you said? Rushing yards or rushing attempts? Right, it was rushing yards, rushing because he only ended the game with twelve rushing attempts the whole game. He had uh, nine carries up until halftime. Nine. So that means he only got the ball three times in in, in the second half. Okay, are you kidding me? So, so you, 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 you see where I'm going with this? Do you yeah. see where I'm going with this? So it's fair. Listen. I'm not going to sit here and go in here and cap and make it seem like Dak Prescott was just phenomenal because he wasn't. He wasn't phenomenal. But if I had to be completely honest about what I saw from my own two eyes, I saw Dak as the only person that showed up to play that wanted to play that game yesterday on on uh, Saturday. That's the only guy. What was it Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. I'm sorry. Sunday. That was Sunday. uh uh that that only came to play on Sunday. Ezekiel Elliott. Needs to get whatever it is out of his ass because he is stuck in quicksand. I don't know what it is. Since he's gotten that money, he has not played up to the performance of his contract or, 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 or to all that money he's got. Now, yeah, on the but he's also side, not getting the ball either. He's not getting this offensive play calling. It's not just so. Him. So, gee, let me ask you this question, right? <clears throat> we'll put this in a scenario. I'm the offensive coordinator. Actually, you know what? Flip it. DeVore is the offensive coordinator. I'm mm. the I'm the quarterback. You're the running back. We get a call from upstairs from the board saying, you know what? I need to get this running game started early. So, yo, Banks, I know how you're feeling. You're feeling like you can carry this game and win us this game. I know you feel like you can win it with your arm. But what I need to do is I need to set the tone early. Because 
it, you're going against one of the most aggressive defenses in the NFL. Even though the 49ers are don't blitz as often as they blitz, they have they generate pressure without having to blitz. So not only did Dak have that against his, his back, just keeping it real, the 49ers defense has probably been the best defense over the last three weeks than anybody in the NFL. They have been playing ridiculously good. When you go back and you look at the last couple of games, we went against the Cardinals, they went against the Rams, they went against the Cowboys. Pay attention to how good that defense was playing. I knew they were going to beat Dallas because their defense is clicking. They are causing – they're wrecking havoc up there. So right. back to the point. DeVore calls the DeVore calls a running play. I hand the ball up to you. You get two yards. Okay, fool, no problem. He calls another running play. Yeah, you know, this ain't like Greg. Greg is normally he, – bro, he's a, he's a 2,000-yard rusher. He can catch the ball in the backfield. He can do all these things. He's just this guy that we paid all this money to. Aren't you going to keep demanding the ball more? So you blaming this on Zach? On, 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 uh, Zeke? I'm blaming it on everybody. I'm blaming that. I'm blaming Z. I'm blaming the offensive coordinator. I'm blaming all of them guys. I'm blaming mm. the defense because they all play like shit. Everybody mm. play like shit. Now, if I had to be honest with you, like I said, the only person that, that seemed to be prepared and was ready to play, let me not say prepared, that seemed to be ready to play was that Prescott. In the second half, he played a very good football game. Whoa, 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 whoa. time out, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I need to stop you right there. Because you talk about the second half. Do you do you know what happened in the second half for Dak to play the way that he played? What happened? We are we are aware of circumstances. It's a football game, right? Yeah, yeah we, we are aware. But what you losing, okay. you losing Nick Bosa and you lost Fred Warner made a big difference in the second half of that game. It's not. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if they were healthy. He would have put up a big old goose egg if Nick Bosa was. So, if, so if, now, if, so you think so? You think so? No, no, Hell no. yeah! They kept him in the wraps the whole game until he got no, hurt, no, 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 no. and then they started so scoring. Is, you see, but you see how? See, G, this is this is how you this is why you always got to pay attention to the conversation. Now you see how DeVore just technically he really talked himself into a loop. So basically, what you're saying is you're pretty much confirming that the San Francisco 49ers defense is much to to to, to get credit than it is anything else. San Fran's defense just came to play. No, no, that's not what oh I'm my saying. God, what my point saying? is, my point <laughs> is, you make it $200 million as a quarterback. You need to figure out how a way to win. Yes or no, G? So Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning's played. He's paid. He's probably paid that amount of money. He's he struggled. Ooh, you said he Peyton Manning? Right? You said Peyton Manning? But, 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 but Peyton Manning also but Peyton Manning also won too, you know. Yeah, Peyton Manning won. We talking about Dak Prescott, who has who one won. playoff win in his whole career as the Dallas Cowboys quarterback. And if and we're, many, if we if we keep in track, they are the third run? seed. The San Francisco 49ers with a sixth seed, and you couldn't take care of that team. Yeah, but no, you want to put it. Yeah, but you, but how many how many more playoff wins does he have than Tony Romo? None. They are even right now. Did Tony Romo win in the playoffs? Yeah, he beat the Eagles. He did. No, okay. Never, I mean, when did he beat the I, Eagles? What are you talking about? That never happened. When McNabb, what, what, had that, when, when McNabb had that fumbling problem, he was he was running with the ball with one hand. And remember, Demarcus Ware swiped him. Oh yeah, twenty four to okay, twenty four so, to seven. Yeah, you're right. I remember. Oh, that. so yeah. circumstances happened there. What, what, what all I'm saying is this: me personally, I'm not going to put it all on that Prescott. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that Prescott went out there and played a lights out game. All I said is. They collectively as a team, Dallas played like shit. But if, if, in my honest opinion, 
Dak Prescott seemed to be the only person ready to play that game. Another thing, where was Trayvon Diggs, Mr. Mr. All-Pro? Where was what was Trayvon Diggs? Where was Makai Parsons? Where was Demarcus Lawrence? Where yeah. was Vander Esch? Is this is it goes across the board, bro? It goes across the board. You have to you have to prepare your team and do better in the playoffs. This is not a week to week thing in in the playoffs. If you don't prepare your best game plan, your best scheme, you are going to lose, and it's one and done. And Dallas, unfortunately, did not develop the great, the best game plan. I can promise you, though. I can promise you, they were depending heavily on Ezekiel Elliott, and he didn't deliver. I don't. I don't agree with that. Hence the report. Hence the report that came out recently. Yeah, but he can't. About the the injury with his knee, or wherever it was. Come on, yeah, but you you can't deliver if you only get the ball twelve times. So again, that has something to do with the offense. Why did I continue to give a running back the ball when he's not getting any yards? It's not a productive to my office. I, I got to figure something out now. I can see. Okay, for instance, the, same, the, the Los Angeles Rams game against the Arizona Cardinals. Do you see what happened that very first carry for Sonny Michelle? What happened? He went for 36 went yards. 36 yards, yeah. Okay, then. Yeah. So what did the Rams do throughout the rest of the game? Oh, shit. We just figured it out. We can actually run this damn ball. Let's run. Sonny Michelle had 17, 18 carries. So did, um, so did Cam Akers. There you hey, go. Gee. Gee. Yeah. Yeah. Would you rather run the football or pass the ball? I can't hear you, DeVore. I said, would you rather run the football or pass the ball? I'd rather have a good balance, but I'd rather run more. With, with a quarterback like 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 Dak, I'd rather run the ball more than um than pass it. Because, okay. again, That's all when I he throws the ball over four, over 35 times, usually the Cowboys don't win. That should you be your problem him. for a $200 million quarterback. His job <laughs> is to but get you does, over the hump and get the job done. No what excuses. What does his contract have to do with the way that he played? His contract has nothing to do with it. If anything, he's played – because if you're just going to base his contract on that's, his playoff performance, what he did in the playoff, that's, that's – you don't that's get – That's not true. That's the, I, don't, I disagree with that. You occupy sixty percent of the damn salary cap. You better get it done. Exactly. Yeah. You get paid that much, get it done. But listen, is that a Dak Prescott issue that he occupies sixty percent? He was missing passes too. Guess what? He's in the most profitable quarterback market in the NFL. He's in the most profitable. He he's in the best time to be an NFL quarterback. He got paid according to what the, the 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 threshold was. For his performance, that Prescott was performing, performing very well. Hence, the reason why he got that deal. And Dallas thought that they cannot find anybody better than, than that Prescott, so they paid him what he deserved. If you look at that Prescott's number on the year, he played fantastic, bro. If it wasn't for Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers trash teams against trash teams. It doesn't matter because every time he gets Listen, in the playoffs, he Xavier, does nothing. Xavier Howard, Xavier Howard led the league in interceptions last season. Trayvon Dean led, led, led the league in interceptions this year. All against trash teams and quarterbacks. But you guys still got up on here every week and say how much better they were than Jenny Ramsey. You, you guys said you're, 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 you're comparing you're comparing apples and oranges here. Oh my god! We, we, <laughs> the quarterbacks, the quarterbacks is a totally different conversation. We talk about Dak Prescott, two hundred million. Jerry Jones was hesitant to give it to him, 
because he knew he exactly was. what was going to yeah. happen. You were going <laughs> to come into the playoffs and you was going to fold. That's exactly, what he knew. That's exactly what happened, yeah. That's exactly what he knew. That's why he took so long to pay him because he knew Dak has limitations. If the running game going, the Cowboys suck. So why haven't nobody said anything about guys like Phillip Rivers did? He sucked in the playoffs sometimes. He didn't always get the job done. He lost big games. Yes, he lost big games, but he also won big games. Dak is the most overhyped quarterback I've ever seen in my life. You sit here, we sit here, and we have this conversation every single week about the opponents that Dak Prescott has sat down and he played, playing in, I said this before, playing in the, sorry, NFC East, if you've only been to the so playoffs what about Dak's three performance times? against Tampa? What about Dak's performance against Tampa at the beginning of the season? That was a good performance. We, we, good we actually all agreed that was a good performance. Yeah, that was yeah. a good performance. He but, played lights out. He played lights out. Yeah, and but we, we, hey, hey, we, hey, we, hey, I don't, I don't, I, hey, inconsistencies here. We, you can't play good one game and play like trash another game. I need he you to be like good. He, played, he had a string of, he probably had a string of three games after, I, after, after an injury, by the way, just FYI, after an injury, just throwing it out there. He I, I, three I think, games where he played like crap after an injury. I think I think saying that he's the most overhyped quarterback. That, uh, that's false, bro. That's just a boring. G, uh, G, G. <laughs> he is the most boring. overhyped Talking quarterback. Shit. They play nothing but sub-500 teams in the regular season. <laughs> and when that it's time for the Dallas Cowboys to play up to the competition, what do they do? They, okay, they, and notice, they fold, but notice, yeah. notice you said this. You said the Dallas Cowboys. But, but, not but the Cowboys been doing that since since Tony Romo. Since not, forever, bro. That's not true. That that's not true. That's not true. No, that is true. They got the same amount of wins in the playoffs. What when was mean? the last time the NFC East has been competitive? The last few years have not been good, but the NFC East overall has been Okay, how about this? How about since you said the last few years? Okay, how about this? Since since Carson Wentz's injury. The NFC East has not been competitive. That's not true. It's very true. The the NFC East has basically been run by the D- Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys, but you barely won the division. Why is that? Man, but we know the whys of that, though. We, we've already went over that in past episodes. It's like, see, what the thing is, it sounds like you're just putting this all on Dak, but you're not pointing the finger at other areas. on Dak. When Zeke got suspended, what happened? You didn't win. You didn't go to the playoffs. So guess what? So you know who else? You know who else played? You know who else played like shit this year, and they worked a whole lot of money too that they didn't deserve. That Derrick cool. Henry deserved. Ryan fucking Tannehill. Who he got the number like one seed in the AFC? That that that, that point is not valid. See, no, see now again. Now you're flipping coins. Because I'm flipping coin. He was going since listen, week seven. It, it is now the divisional round. You what, cannot sit here and say that. What did Dak Prescott do without Ezekiel Elliott? He balled out through the, the season. He played very well. No, he didn't. Ryan Tannehill did not play well. He no, Ryan Tannehill, good enough. He played decent party. enough. He didn't play well. He, he didn't played, play well at all. He yeah. played like shit. It was probably, he had more interceptions in the game than the than, than, than completions at one point. Like, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> I don't get it. I don't, but hey. Last time I checked, Amari Cooper was still there too. By the way, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like we throwing to practice squad players with Eni Key Westbrook and and I don't even know who the rest of the receivers are on the roster for the Tennessee Titans. But guess what though? That Prescott threw a touchdown pass to Amari Cooper, didn't he? A beautiful throw. 
That was a beautiful throw. It was a beautiful, beautiful throw. throw to Cooper. But it was a beautiful throw. I'm not yeah, sitting here and denying that. Yes, he did. Let me tell you what else he did, because I, I know you're going to say something. Do you remember last year Aaron Rodgers in, a, in, in, in the NFC Championship game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the goal line, like a five or ten yard line, when he was afraid to run a ball in the end zone? Yeah, I remember you know that. who wasn't afraid to run? He was wide open. He was wide open. You're right. You're right. right. You know what else? Dak Prescott ain't scared to go home and not even make it to the conference championship. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That, I'm a, I'm a, you, you got me there. That. That, see, I'm. I'm. And I'm I take that back. Tony Romo got two playoff wins. Oh, what congrats, Tony one? Romo. Congrats, Tony Romo. Congrats. Oh, he's just he's just the best quarter, Dallas Cowboy quarterback ever. He's just so good. <laughs> yeah, good job, he is, Romo. He got two playoff wins. So get on this level, Dak Prescott. But that, that Tony Romo is more known for Jessica Simpson than this Tony Romo. He don't even know who it's Tony Romo's is. a better quarterback. You crazy. You out your mind. You I'm know who is the better? Mind. You know who's the better head coach? Zach Ooh. Taylor. You see, you see how you want to spend a lot of time? <laughs> I, 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 I knew you was gonna say that. You, you, I knew you were gonna say that. But in our private chat, in our private chat, how many times have I called him for Devore's name? And he didn't respond. He did, he did. He did but when it comes to that, he wanna talk about. Oh, we were, we, hey, hey, we can talk about Zach. Hey, congratulations to the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm here for the Cincinnati Bengals. Zach Taylor, okay. You get the nod. You got you got a playoff win over Marvin Lewis. Big fucking, big freaking whoop. Excuse my language. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, G, he don't like that. You see, he mad. He mad at that. He don't like that. You need to no, You need to rephrase that. The best. Coach in Cincinnati Bengals history. <laughs> Since okay. history. Okay. He's already better than Marvin Lewis. He's already better. Already. No, already. No, he ain't. No, he ain't. <laughs> Marvin Lewis won nothing in the playoffs. Always seven. <laughs> Zach Taylor with his first playoff game and won. One and oh. So stop. We can go back and forth all day. You know. Yo, we almost had the album mark. We didn't even get to our picks yet. That's crazy. <laughs> okay, so we got we gotta go ahead and move on to these picks. What's the first game? The first, we only got two games here. The first one is Bengals at Titans. The Titans are a three and a half point favorite, and the over under is uh, 47. I'm going to make my pick very quickly here. Give me the Tennessee Titans to cover. Yeah, I agree. You're taking the Tennessee Four. Titans to cover, so you think they're going to win the game? That I feel that. Did I do it? Listen, didn't I tell y'all the Tennessee Titans are going to be in the Super Bowl? They should be in the Super Bowl at the end of the season? I said that I before the season, right? Kansas City going to the Super Bowl, in my opinion. But Tennessee ain't going to the Don't worry. <laughs> the letdown is coming, bro. Just you, just how you know how DeBorah said with, 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 uh, with that Prescott? Oh, it's coming. It, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. But, yeah, give me the Titans. Give me the Titans to cover this. I like the Titans. I don't think the, the, the Bengals are going to be able to contain. Uh, I saw some. I saw some issues with that in that Raiders game. The Raiders were able to move that ball like crazy against. They were. They were. Uh, the they Bengals. were. Yeah. And, and they just couldn't figure it out. I told you the Bengals defense is a problem. So give me Tennessee. I'm laying it with Tennessee. All right, I'm going with Tennessee too as well. I, I also like the over on this too. I, I don't. Like I'm taking on. You don't like. You don't like the over. Nope. Mm. Uh, Derrick Henry's not going to make it that kind of game. Is he healthy? Is he playing? He's playing. Yeah, he's okay, playing. so I'll take the under. I'll take the under. Yeah, I'm taking the under. Derrick Henry's not going to make it that kind of game. You in Tennessee. So, they're gonna, that, obviously, they're going to try to keep the ball on the ground. So, there ain't going to be no throwing the ball up and, down the, up and down the field for Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals if they can't stop the run. So, 
Question for clock you, real quick, work, before we move to the next pick. Just a quick question: If Zach Taylor wins this game, well, never mind. We'll we'll, we'll get there. We'll <laughs> Zach Taylor wins this game. Well. Look, look, I love Marvel Lewis, but at the end of the day, I love the team. I don't fall in love with players and coaches like some people. What you mean? Adam Gates? What? Oh, come on now. I I I like the team, but I have my opinion. Brandon Marshall for calling out Adam Gates for being a damn snitch. Man, screw Brandon Marshall. How dare you disrespect my boys? (laughs) You snitch Adam Gates? We don't like you here. DeVore does, but I don't. Now we just playing out of games. Fall through. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next game is the 49ers. Next game is the 49ers at the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers are a six point favorite. This this game is scary for Green Bay. I, I don't game know. of the week, man. It's game of the week. Is this this is this is where I if, if the Packers are able to pull this off, I don't know if there's a team that can stop them after after the 49ers, but. I'm going with the upset. Give me the 49ers. Even though I want Aaron Rodgers to win, I want him to win and just get that out of his system because 2010 is a long time ago since he since he won. So um, I want the Packers to win, but I just think the 49ers have a defense that is too good. But is Bosa, is he out or is he playing? Yeah, that, the thing that, is, we don't know. The, the, it's, it's questionable for uh, the, two of the best players on the team uh, with, with Fred Warner and, 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 and Nick Bosa both being game-time decisions technically. We don't even know if they're going to suit up or not. And I can tell you one thing: if they don't suit up, this game is not going to be close. It's going to be more than six here. Um, but uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and lay the points with Green Bay. I just think Green Bay is going to win this game. And again, this is, you know, I, I want Green Bay to continue to just get through, get through the playoffs, just keep going. So just get through, just keep going, Green, just keep going, Aaron Rodgers, keep going, keep going. I'm money line the 49ers. Not a bad pick because I think the 49ers could compete with them. They might it. They, they listen. That ain't, ain't no whole team, man. That team is they some savages out there, man. They cut they yeah. every game they come out to Kodak Black, you know, uh, That's Super true. Gremlin. Yeah. They they they're they're confident with who who they are and they play within their identity. If Green Bay can figure out a way to stop and contain Debo Samuel, they're gonna they go the. They're gonna have a chance to win because we already know Garoppolo ain't gonna be able to just carry the game with his arm. He's gonna find a way to turn the ball over like he always does. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I am a little scared about this game because me too. Um, I want to, like I said, I keep taking it back to that Cleveland Browns game on Christmas Day, and Nick Chubb had 17 carries for a buck 26. And Deonis Johnson had four carries for 58 yards. And, you know, San Francisco likes to run the footballs, and I feel like that's going to probably be a problem for Green Bay. That rush defense is suspect for me, but. You still think they have enough to beat the 49ers is what you're going at, right? No, I'm going to nope. go ahead and take I'm going to go ahead and take the under on this game. Oh, just take the under. Yeah, I would take, take that. That's I'm smart. Not, I'm not gonna touch. I'm not gonna touch the points or anything. I'm gonna take the under. <clears throat> Sunset thinks the Packers will cover. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I think the Packers won't cover. I did it. I did it on the cover. I don't know. I'm scared. What we got next? This game, I feel, is gonna be the game. You mean to tell me you're scared with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback? I mean. Uh... 
Anyway. Hey, I, I have seen multiple times in the past that the Green Bay Packers defense folds, and unfortunately, Aaron Rodgers has to suffer for it. Also, this would this is the third matchup in the playoffs for Aaron Rodgers against the 49ers. I don't think he wants to go 0 and 3. So he has he better win. He better. Hey man, they good luck. I think they should mm-hmm. cover though. Definitely. Uh like I said, I think this game right here is gonna be the game of the week, in my honest opinion, between the Los Angeles Rams at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are a three point favorite. Um, I'm gonna just make this joint so it's sweet to be honest. I'm gonna go ahead and take the Los Angeles Rams. Um, money line. Oh Lord, you know what that means the uh, banks. <laughs> I mean, he's he's been he's he's one of those so far with his Rams pick. Oh, that's um, true. That's true. Yeah. I mean, because he was against us all season, which is why I say I don't. I, I just don't trust it, bro. I just don't trust him picking up at all. Because your Cardinals <laughs> are at home. So, but yeah, I mean, they're not I my Cardinals. Know. They were my NFC West pick. No, 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 no. Your Listen, before the season, listen, let me tell y'all, this is a sidebar. I kind of be sidebar a lot, but this is a sidebar conversation. Right, 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 right. When we when the season first before the season started, we get we get we play Madden, we go through the rosters that like we always do. We spend at least two or three hours just looking at rosters alone. And man, he's just raving about them damn Arizona Cardinals. Oh my God, look at the Cardinals. And yeah, Banks, they're gonna beat the they're gonna be in the NFC championships. This this NFC West champion this year. Hey, he's yeah, 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 I yeah. ain't say nothing about no NFC West championship. I said <laughs> AF, I said AFC West champions. Now I admit. I mean, the NFC West champions. Now, I would admit, I, said that. I was wrong. But at the end of the day, that doesn't mean I'm taking the Cardinals in the playoffs. I'm just, I, hey, I'm just going to take you to the water, which is the NFC West champion. After that, I don't care. I'm taking no the Rams, bullshit, though. money line. But no bullshit, though. The, the, the Cardinals were just outnumbered that game, bro. Like, they, they were outnumbered. They, they, they ran into some savages. And I think the Rams played more aggressive because we knew we had – Blood in the water. They were just being sharp. Um, DeAndre Hopkins okay, so- not being up Arizona was was big. That was that was cr- cr- critical. It was very very big. So okay, so um, pick pick this game because I you just you ended up like Devore where you win either or. If the Rams win, you win. If the Buccaneers win, you like your boy Tom Brady, you win. So either or, you are gonna win. But I want to hear you. Pick oh, I don't give a damn game. about Tom Brady, bro. Like when it comes to Rams but- and Buccaneers, I don't give a damn about Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. going for my Rams. I, oh, yeah, I, I, I should have posted my. I should have posted that one clip that's made its year anniversary today on Facebook. What? How about what? About Tom Brady? About Tom Brady, Brady and Banks' yeah. love affair for him. Yeah, 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 I remember that. Because the world knows my infatuation with Tom Brady, bro. Y'all don't act like y'all don't know that I love Tom Brady, bro. I love Tom Brady. He's the best quarterback to ever play the game. But anyway. But well, um, fuck him this weekend, huh? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Screw Tom Brady this weekend. But no, I'm, I'm going with the Rams, man. I just feel like we match up very well against these guys. That's why we beat them the last two years. We beat them in a regular season, and we beat them in, a, in the year before uh, the year before that with Jared Goff at quarterback. So this tells me a lot about my team. I think they're going to be very prepared. Uh, and it also doesn't help Tom Brady, the fact that he has two of his best offensive linemen uh, are out, most likely going to be out this game. There's still game time decisions as well, but uh, it's, it's not looking that good. I believe if Tom Brady would have had a little bit more weapons, we don't know what's happening with Linda Fournette. We don't know what's happening. Well, we know Chris Godwin is out for the rest of the playoffs. He's not coming back. It, it, mm-hmm. It's just a lot. But again, you can't count the man out, man. You can't count the goat out. If anybody can figure out of weight to beat a team with just strict game plan. As LaShawn McCoy said in the interview on I Am an Athlete, he's the greatest leader to he's ever played with. He spoke very high about him. Like a lot of players, a lot of athletes 
uh, talk very high about Tom Brady. If anybody can figure it out, it's Tom Brady. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and roll my rams on this one. We got to win this game. We, we got to win. That, sorry, but that's exactly what's going to happen. I think the Buccaneers will figure it out. They're, I think the safe bet would be to money line either team, to be honest with you, because three is, might be a little too close. But um, give me the Buccaneers money line. And, and I'll take the – do I want to take the over on this? Do I think – yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll take the over. I can see the over in this. I mean, 48 and a half, that's not much to – come on, man. That's like Yeah, 20, we still, the, the score was 38 to 11 last week against the Cardinals, so that was, what, 49? Yeah. So, yeah. Went well, over. Somebody got to score 30, though, for the most part, 20, 25 points. So, basically. me and Banks are in agreement that we're going with the Rams. And I'm going with the Bucks. That's not, that's going to be a good game. I ain't even going to lie to you. Um, one of these one teams team. is beating. One of these teams is beating the Tennessee Titans next week. Okay, we'll see. Uh, fourth and final game of the weekend. We have the Buffalo Bills at the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are a two and a half point favorite. Give me the Chiefs. Easy. Give me the Chiefs. I don't know if it's going over. Fifty-five is a lot. That's 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 a lot. Even though Buffalo can score, hey, it can, can score. happen, boy. With these two teams, it can happen. <laughs> it can happen, boy. They these teams, these teams can score, bro. That's they true. can score. That's true. It can that's happen. Def- I think Buffalo's defense obviously is better than the Chiefs. Way defense, better. But, but can they keep up with the, with the Chiefs scoring? I don't know. Yes, but, they will. They will. They can. They will if they yeah. if they get other if they get other players involved outside of Stephon Diggs, I feel like they can keep up. Right. I'll and say this right now: if if Buffalo beats the Chiefs, they're not beating the Titans. But if the, if Kansas City beats the if Kansas City wins, they go into the Super Bowl. I don't think Buffalo can beat the Titans, but that's just my opinion. They said that last year. True. Hmm. Just to see no, Ryan Tannehill in that jersey on Super Bowl Sunday. I mean, he's walking away with it. I mean, he can go to the Super Bowl all he wants. Can you win it? That's the that's the that's the end all be all. And it would be something for you and your guys. That it would be nice to see Tennessee Titans and Green Bay Packers in the Super Bowl. You, are, I think you, boy, you, boy, I think you might go to that game. You put up your life savings <laughs> to make sure you in attendance of that damn game. I guarantee it. Where's Where's the Super Bowl? Vegas this week? Vegas. This year? You got to go there in Rams. So far, so far Stadium, bro. Is is how much you think a ticket costs? About five hundred k. Oh, bro, come on, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's not yeah, that about is, this, bro. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is way out of our. This is way out of our league. Maybe, maybe one day when we get the pod established and we get there, maybe somebody they go, they go, they go. Hey, the pod, yeah, the pod yeah. established. They gonna give me a. They gonna give me a VIP. Hey, with the little necklace on it. I'm you can do a show here. right, right, right from the damn, um, right from the game. Do a show hey, right there. Boy, there. I'm over here dabbing people up on, on the field. Hey, what's up, Odell? How you hey, doing? You, they'll be like, yeah. So we would love to give you guys a Super Bowl ticket, but we can only take one of you. Oh, God, sorry for you guys. <laughs> That's messed up. <laughs> I got love for y'all boys, but uh, I'm going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'll try to see if I can sneak y'all in there. But uh give me give me uh give me Buffalo in this spot here, man. Uh people what people not paying attention to is Buffalo played with a edge last week and they've been playing with an edge the last few weeks. After that public embarrassment that they suffered at the hands of the New England Patriots, Buffalo has they're just like the 49ers. They're clicking at the right time. Uh Josh Allen is back playing MVP level quality football. 
Um, and the team seems to be very unstoppable on the offensive side of the ball. What also helps Buffalo is not only can they put up points, but they can stop people from getting in the end zone. I don't feel that same way about Kansas City. Kansas City actually ended up giving up a big lead in the game against Pittsburgh, who was pedestrian. And they figured out a way to put up 24 points in that game against Kansas City. It's not going to come. It's not going to be Patrick Mahomes' fault. It never is Patrick Mahomes' fault for the most part. It always comes down to Kansas City's defense. Can Kansas City sustain, you know, the 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 bleeding of, on their defense because their defense is, is non-existent, and that's why I think Buffalo is going to run away with this game. I think Buffalo is going to cover this. I'm 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 going to money line this pick. I'm going to money line. I'm going to put my money on the Buffalo Bills. I think Buffalo is going to upset them, and uh, they're going to go to the AFC Championship game uh, against uh, the the Buffalo Bills and the uh, Tennessee Titans. Give me Buffalo. Hmm. Interesting I'm... Tate, right? Also, also, just a little tidbit before you go, because I know you like numbers. Buffalo Bills have given up the the the, the best uh, defense against quarterbacks all season long. The quarterbacks have their worst quarterback rating against Buffalo every time they match up against them. So these guys know how to play defense. That's just what it is. Hmm. Interesting. But I'm going to go ahead and take Kansas City really? to cover the two I and a half you points. Buffalo. Nope, I'm not. I feel like uh I'm, you don't I'm, like hey, no no disrespect. No disrespect to Josh Allen because I mean, Josh, Josh Allen there. Josh Allen has grown on me as far as being being one of the I'll probably say a top three quarterback this year. And I feel like that old Josh Allen is gonna rear his ugly head where he ends up making an errant throw that's gonna cost him the game. And I just I feel so. like the Kansas City Chiefs just have too many weapons to stop for the Buffalo Bills. So I'm definitely going to go ahead and go with the Chiefs covering the two and a half. They said the same thing about Matthew Stafford last week. Don't forget. Yeah, but he didn't he didn't have to throw the ball so many times. So I think that kept that kept them safe, you know. Yeah, that that definitely kept them safe. We 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 uh we touched on that. We felt like uh we, as long as you guys keep as long as you guys keep Matthew Stafford under maybe 25 attempts and setting up the play action, basically run the Jared Goff offense, basically what it looked like to me, if we be in 100. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, man, well, you're right, you're right, bro. You ain't going to get no argument out of me. Jared Goff was terrible. <laughs> we run the Jared Goff offense. You just you just run the play action and just hit your, hit your receivers on, on the play action. Okay. You're right about that. Jared Goff was terrible. <laughs> Uh, so those are our divisional round picks. Did anybody have any final thoughts? Because we are approaching the hour and 15 mark as we well, it's 11, 11 let, hour and 11 minutes. Let minute me mark. just, uh, let me just, I just got a comment. So in 2020, you know, the NBA took a hiatus and then came back for the bubble. So Giannis said that this is going to be the hardest championship because it's everybody's in neutral ground. There's no fans, there's no family. So it's going to be a hard championship. Then he came back this year, last week, and said that he feels that the Miami Heat were the only one because of the bubble. Listen, man. L- listen, he's he's wrong. But listen, I this has to happen in the playoffs. I want to see Miami versus Milwaukee. That has to happen because oh, we have to that, have, because we have to break the tie. We beat them. We swept this them. Is, they this came is back. Becoming a rivalry, isn't it? Exactly. And now I we ha- I have to see it. I I think that the Eastern Conference. 
the playoffs is going to be amazing. I can't wait until that happens. And, I want you guys Miami, to go at it. Where is that at? Where is that at? Where my, my, he, res, respond. Respond. You know KD went down, right? Unfortunately. Yeah, I, I know. Hate to see Unfortunately. That. Yeah. 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 That's all that I want to say. That bet's off, by the way, because Katie's out. So yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep it short. Oh, that bet ain't off because he'll come back before the playoffs. That bet ain't off. Oh, well, well, I'm gonna keep it short and sweet for you, G. You want to avoid the Milwaukee Bucks as much as possible. No, no, me. Milwaukee wants to avoid us because we have the shooting now. That's what we were missing. The shooting was what we were missing. So they want to. Any team in the East wants to avoid Miami. I'm telling you. Y'all don't have enough to beat. Milwaukee in in a seven we, game series. We we might not, but we are gonna make it competitive. You never know, man. You, 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 anytime you, you can make it competitive, but you ain't got nobody on that team that can stop Giannis. That's okay. We got shooters. That listen, I, I've all I've, I've stated already that I think the Bucks are gonna win it all. But I'm just saying the Miami is gonna give them a challenge. That's all I'm saying. I saw a trade um, on the Golden State Warriors fan page. I'm about to tell you what it was that I saw. It was um, Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris and somebody else. Yep, Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, and Andre Drummond for Draymond, Draymond Green, Green, Andrew Wiggins, Jordan Poole, Jonathan <laughs> Kaminga, nah, and two future no, first-round no, picks. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I'm not looking at trade. I'm sorry. I know Ben Simmons is an upgrade from Draymond Green, but you can't trust his mental act. No, I can't. Bro, I can't. you, you got to put him in a winning aspect with positive players. And I think Clay Thompson and – and Stephen Curry is what you need. And you got Andre Iguodaya, one of the best defensive players in that era at that time. Yeah, but Andrew Wiggins, uh, what's his name? Andrew Wiggins is playing well this year. He's been playing very well, actually. Last two years, I would say. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, well I feel like oh, uh, you had Ben Simmons. He's a he's an upgrade. Uh, bro, that's a dumbass trade, bro. Like, I don't like that. I don't like that trade. Yeah, I mean, it's a dumbass trade. Ain't no dumbass trade, is, bro. Okay, but listen. Do you, you, you think the Golden State's gonna give away Draymond Green in any? No, no, trade? But, but, like, but, no but, but, but Ben Simmons. If you look at it just on paper, Ben Simmons is an upgrade from Draymond because Draymond's getting. Bro, Draymond, you can't mess up the chemistry, bro. Man, Draymond, man, Draymond, Draymond is a is a role player. Ben Simmons is a star. Draymond no, Green ain't going nowhere, bro. He's a it he's a happening. he's a role player, bro. He he's is not a role Simmons player. Ain't Stop got it. The, Stop it. Ben Simmons ain't got the championship DNA. You know how some players are just necessary for a team to win. Yeah. That's what Draymond Green is. He ain't going yeah. nowhere, bro. You could not those other guys may they may pull a trade off with some other guys, but Draymond ain't going nowhere. That's not happening. No, I don't think they'll trade Draymond either. That'd be a dumbass trade. You could get go Kaminga and all that, but. Draymond, if you can find a way to get Ben Simmons without trading Draymond, go ahead. Great, you got to trade Draymond. Give me, no. give me. Okay, well, you need to make another trade and get PJ Tucker or somebody to cover that role. Oh, Miami ain't giving up. PJ Tucker. That's, not gonna That's not gonna happen. We ain't giving up no PJ Tucker. You crazy? That ain't gonna happen. <laughs> That's what we need. We need. We need a we need a get in your face kind of guy. Okay, go ahead and get PJ Tucker. Go ahead and get that's, uh that's Draymond. That's Draymond and, and Connor. Yeah, okay. So we traded Draymond. Okay, no problem. Let's go ahead and get somebody else <laughs> for like a for like a for a late round pick or somebody. Like give me Draymond. <laughs> hey, but give listen, me, give me Jay Crowder or somebody. The Pistons <laughs> offer the trade. I think the Pelicans offer the trade, and the 76ers are denying everybody. They don't want to, they're trying to save Ben Simmons. They want to keep him. I I don't know because they haven't. A lot of the trades seem good to me, and they have they not they haven't pulled the trigger. So what are you saving? We burned the bridge already. Let him go. Let him be free. They, like, they're trying what? to repair the bridge. They're trying to repair. Man, it, there's nothing to know. repair unless you I, I fire, unless you fire Doc Rivers and unless you trade Joel Embiid. 
There is nothing to repair. Oh, you know, you know, trading Darrell B. That boy, that boy just scored fifty. Got it. That's the yeah, he just traded. He just dropped fifty. But yeah. at the end of the day, you have Ben Simmons just wasting his life away over here, and Joel Embiid ain't getting any younger. And he's, you know, how durable he, durable, non-durable he is. Right, right. Get him some play. Get him a player in return so they can compete for a championship. Yeah, but not Draymond Green. Just get somebody else. Oh, no, that. you ain't getting Draymond Green. You look what you're getting. You're getting Wiggins, who can be a dominant player at times. You're getting Jordan Poole, a shooter. You're getting Jonathan Kaminga, a nice little but role this, player. And you're getting two is, future first-round picks. Pull the trigger true. on the trade, man. That's as good as he's going to get right now. You can't he's, trade Draymond. You can't trade him. So man, get Draymond can go. Draymond can go. Draymond's what that team hey, needs anyway. Hey, the Pistons offered Jeremy Grant and some other picks for uh, for for uh, Ben Simmons. In the- I don't want no damn Jeremy Grant. <laughs> Jeremy Grant's a nice player, though. What does Jeremy Grant do for that team? What does Jeremy Grant do for the for that, that team? For the that team sucks. Come on, man. The what suck. what what does Jeremy Grant do for the 76ers? He he plays well. He just he's on a bad team. Okay, he can play well, but can he shoot the ball? What the hell else they got? The he can shoot. Team. He's not a bad player. I'm not okay. He can shoot, but can he shoot? <laughs> nah, <laughs> not, not, not. <laughs> we'll see, man. I, I don't know what's going to happen with Kawhi if he's going to leave the, the Clippers. I don't know what's going to happen with Ben Simmons. Who the hell knows what's going to happen with Kyrie? Like, this NBA season has been kind of strange. I good, it. but strange. It's, it's fun, good. though. It's fun. It's been fun. It's been the I best think, season we had in a very long time. I I think because the Bulls are because the Bulls are good again, so that that's that's why you feel that way too. Because no, it's just I, I just like to see all the young. The I, I love to see the youth, the competition, the youth. I've and been John I don't I don't think anybody has separated themselves other than the Golden State Warriors, in my opinion. I don't think well, that anybody no. has separated themselves as a clear cut. I think Golden State and Phoenix are the best teams in basketball right now, in my opinion. Um, but I don't feel like anybody else has separated themselves from that. Um, and I think Memphis has gotten much better. Memphis oh, and Memphis, better. too. Memphis, yeah. Memphis, Golden State, and Phoenix are probably my best, my favorite team to look at and play right now. But that East is so damn competitive, bro. Everybody's yeah, trying. Man. I believe all of them teams feel like they, this is their year. I feel like they feel like it's wide open. Even though yeah. the Milwaukee Bucks are really good, Brooklyn is really good. All these other teams, but they actually can beat them. They got a shot. Come on, Charlotte. You got Who Charlotte. Is, you got who is beating Milwaukee. Who is beating Milwaukee? I mean, we know they're not, but I'm just saying. I think they play hard, bro. The Hornets play hard every night. The mm-hmm. the, the the Cleveland the Wizards, Cavaliers. The Cleveland Cavaliers. Bro, that's, the that's been the best surprise in, in the NBA. Yeah, they've been playing very hard. Like it's a lot of teams. Bradley Beal's not their best player. Right and now. you want to know why the NBA season has been really good? Because for the most part, a lot of players have avoided the injury list. That's why it's been True. so much fun to watch. True. Unless you're on the Los Angeles Lakers. Everybody on that team has been hurt. Other than that. And the Clippers, hey. too. Now Paul George is going down. Yeah. Yeah. And the Chicago Bulls a little bit recently, but that's more COVID-related than anything. But Wait, hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on. You said Bradley Bill ain't their best player. So who's the best player in the Wizards? What are you talking about? Bradley Kuzma. Kuzma? Well, yeah. Kuzma yeah. been balling, man. Yeah, Kuzma been balling. Yeah, he's been balling, yeah. yeah he so just said LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have any final thoughts before we close this thing out? Nah, 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 nah. Nah. So okay, so we'll probably be back Monday evening, 10 p.m. Eastern time, to cover the the divisional round games. That's and if we, I'm not drunk, like I was on Sunday, bro. I was drunk. That's why I didn't. 
I didn't even oh, Monday. Huh? I was I was enjoying myself after the game, bro. I was drunk. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> my, 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 we didn't have one because we had a, we had a late night game. No, but this Saturday I'm coming up. Uh, I guess uh, we could we can have that discussion. Okay, all right. I forgot which one's this. Which one's the Saturday night? The last game of Saturday night. That's I think it's Buffalo. Buffalo, yeah. Oh, that's gonna be Buffalo. a good game. That's the good game. Hmm. Not sure, but uh, <laughs> we definitely going to revisit that. Just look out for the bat signal. But with that being said, uh, be sure to be sure to listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and all other straight major streaming platforms. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and on our Facebook page. This is the Not for the Bay Podcast. Oh, and one thing, last thing. Sorry, big shout out to our sponsor for at Bet Now. If you guys want to go ahead and place your bets, don't forget to uh, go to www.betnow.eu. Place your bets on there. Don't forget to use the promo code not for debate bet to get receive up to 40% additional funds towards your first deposit. Sorry. Definitely want to give them a shout out. 1000%. We up out of here, man. Later. Later.